Hey, this is Kiran Agrawal from the Sparkling Entrepreneur Show, and today we have Christina Scott with us all the way from Tucson, Arizona. Christina is the lead of Christina Scott and Associates. She's featured in the March issue of Real Producers Tucson, and has also recently started her re- interior design film, Settled Nomads Interior. With that said, let's see what Christina has to say. Christina, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me. So honored to be here. Dishina, let's speak of Settled Nomads Interior, a new company. How is, you already told me a bit about the experience, right? You did a flip and you did the interior design worth $200,000. Yeah. And how was the total experience? Like uh, after investing that amount of money, how much profit did you make? Yeah, so... Um... To recap really quickly, I started um, wanting to get into more of the home flipping Mm -hmm. uh, sector and also wanted to be a little more creative because real estate kind of lacks creativity sometimes. Um, And so I started doing uh, finding old homes that had a ton of character. Um, We ended up buying one in 2019 where we did a huge, I mean, literally brought it down to the studs, new sewer lines, new raised the roof four feet. I mean, it was a really, really extensive renovation. Um, We listed it on the market right when COVID happened. And I was freaking out um, Mm -hmm. because not only had we bought the house, I think at the time for about close to 400,000 and we about 280 into the renovation. Um, We ended up getting multiple offers and we sold the house for just under 700. So, um, And that one, it was a good learning experience because I think at COVID, I was so afraid, like, let's just dump it. Um, But then the market here in the United States got even crazier with COVID. So then we bought another one and um, did the same thing. And we had tremendous success. We were a little more tight on our budget. And we ended up profiting on that one, I think, close to about $250,000. So um, we've since uh, done a lot more. We've done really little in and out ones. We've done a portfolio. We've done Airbnbs. So it's kind of evolved into, into that. Yeah, yeah. So it's not just flipping, but it includes a lot of services now. Yeah. So um, the flipping was what it initially started with. I'm a realtor and I like to do design. So that's how it started. Then the response was really great. So I have yet you know, since 2020 um, do any advertising whatsoever, zero. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all been word of mouth. It kind of now evolved to me doing um, projects for clients. So people who already had their homes, which, you know, during a busy market, they're like, we're not moving. We can't afford to, or it's too crazy out there. So they started hiring me to come and renovate. Um, I've done everything from kitchens to just in just decor, staging the house for for an Airbnb and um, adding new furniture. Um, one house I'm working on now, we're actually literally tearing the house down and rebuilding an 8,000 square foot home. Mm-hmm. So we've, we've kind of been all over the board. Um, and as it happened, I said, well, there's a niche obviously for this. Um, so being the entrepreneur that I am, I'm not gonna leave money on the table. So I'm like, well, great, I'll start being a designer. Um, as I started doing more and more design, clients were asking me to start furnishing their home. And as I started furnishing their home, I'm like, they're paying retail prices. They should just buy it from me. So then I started a home decor store. And so now it's kind of all three. It's um, Settled Nomads Home, which is my real estate team, Settled Nomads Interiors, which is my interior design, and Settled Nomads Shop. 
So it'll be the three three things under my umbrella. So how's how's it now? Like, are you involved in each of the business completely, or do you just take care? Do you go to showings? Do you do open houses in real estate? Do you go to shop? Do you like sit there? How how's the schedule? How do you manage all the three businesses at the same time? Yeah. So my accountant asks, "How do I sleep? Like, <laughs> do I ever sleep?" Um, and the answer is one yes. Question, one question: <laughs> How are you attending this podcast interview? <laughs> so yeah, I. Uh, it, it's been it's been really um a really great learning experience. I think more than anything. So I have a team, a real estate team. So I have a full time assistant, and then I have two agents who do both listings and take clients out. I still work with my core investment clients because I work with a lot of investors on multifamily investments, um, which is kind of my strong suit. And then also anyone who might want to get into the flipping or kind of turning of properties. Mm -hmm. So any of those clients and any of the clients have been with me for the years, I still work with them directly. Um, in terms of the interior design, that's all me. Um, I have a contractor slash architect I work with closely. Um, and then it's me and and the clients. Eventually, my goal is to hire another interior designer. Um, so that's in the works um, by the end of this year, hopefully. And then the shop, um, we actually aren't fully opened. We we are going to be opening in two weeks, really. Um, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it's I'm really excited. I'm super nervous because this is really out of my wheelhouse. Um, but I I figured. Worst case scenario, I have a beautiful office and, you know, I don't know. I, I'm not, we'll see how it goes, but that opens in two weeks. And and to start, that'll be me because I want to teach myself the whole process. I want to learn how to control inventory, how to ring people in, um, you know, all of ordering, all that stuff, because it's my yeah, business. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so tell us after like doing these three businesses, right? One question that I have is, as you are a real estate agent, right? You are a realtor uh, and having all this experience with flipping and all, right? Do you have any plans for renting out like the spaces? Like, do, do you yourself want to become an investor? Are you an investor? Tell us about that. Yes. So I am an investor. That's actually how I got started in real estate. I currently own um, 12 doors here in Tucson. Um, and the goal for me has always been to make enough residual income off my properties so that I don't have to work eventually. Um, as you're probably well aware, real estate is a transaction service-based business. And if I'm not working, I'm not making money, um, no matter how great I am. If I'm not staying relevant, if I'm not in front of my clients and reminding them of how great I am, they can easily go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So um, I've, I've always been very aware of what that means. And um, I moved, as I, I had told you earlier, I was selling real estate in Vancouver, British Columbia um, in Canada. And I, I moved back to Arizona where I'm from to invest purely. That's all I wanted to do was sell real estate and invest. And so I made a goal for myself. If every time I sold a million dollar home, I would take that commission and put it as a down payment on an investment. Mm -hmm. And I've kind of slowly... Um, you know, built that up. I've sold a lot of my investments um, because other things have come and gone. Um, with my flips, the pro the proceeds I invest a hundred percent. 
So um, right now I own two Airbnbs and then I have the other 10 um, long-term rentals as well. So I guess I asked the wrong question, right? Uh, you are an investor for sure after doing all this stuff, right? After managing all this stuff, you you should be an investor. That should that was my first guess, right? She's an investor. Right? So tell us about the investing experience, okay? And then I'll ask you about after like being such an entrepreneur, great entrepreneur, right? How did the story began? What were you before you were this? Sure. So um, investing, I think, is probably now being talked about more than ever. And I wish that I would have known. I have a little brother who's 23 and he's already invested into three properties. And he's, I, I'm so proud of him because I'm like, I was not doing that at 23. At 23, I was going to college parties and, and being irresponsible. Um, I wasn't thinking about the big picture. And um, I started investing in at 30 um, and again, with the whole idea is I wanted to one day live on the beach and have money coming in without me working. That was really how it started. And um, I, I focused on, okay, what does that look like? How many properties do I need to have? How much money is that? And that's really kind of how it evolved. Then my, you know, the design and everything else that kind of all just happened. Um, so the investing for me has always been kind of my retirement plan, if you, so to speak. Um, I don't invest in the stocks or anything else. I know real estate really, really well. Um, and so for me, you know, I'm kind of all in, as yeah. you would say, which I know is risky. And I, and I know financial advisors <laughs> say don't do that, but that's, that's what I'm doing. I'm all in. Um, and it's a long-term play for me. So, you know, like I don't buy a house in our investment to make $100,000 next year. I do it to, you know, in 15 years, like I said, to be able to have that residual income coming in. Um, so that's kind of how the investing started. Um, I'm passionate about it. I, I teach, I think women especially lack that education in investing. Um, so here I teach a class called Invest Like a Girl and it's free and I just host it and I feed them and give them drinks and say, listen to me because I wish I knew this and um, it's really changed my life. And I think it can change people's trajectory on where they ultimately want to end up. If you look at every very successful entrepreneur and millionaires and billionaires, they all invest in real estate. And I started learning from that and just figuring out like, hey, that's what I want to be. So how do I do that? Yes. Um, totally. Before Please Now tell us, now tell us before all this, that you mentioned sure. a bit about you going to parties right at 23. So who was Christina before she was Christina Scott? Yeah. So, um, Christina Scott was a, um, a journalist. I wanted to be a TV news reporter. I always wanted to be Oprah. Um, she was my idol. And, um, so I think I still had the entrepreneurial journalism, yeah. you know, like I, I wanted my own show. I wanted my own thing. Um, but I wanted to do journalism. And so I, I'm from Tucson, born and raised. I went to college in Phoenix at Arizona State University. I graduated with um, a degree in uh, journalism and um, multimedia, basically. I went on to work for um, a government entity here called um, ACTV, which is the equivalent of C-SPAN. It's a government you know, uh, news reporting station uh, locally in Phoenix. And then um, I ended up 
kind of just feeling unsatisfied. I felt um, that my, even though I was a journalist, my voice wasn't being heard. I wasn't, you know, making them, I wasn't making money. Um, I was making very little money. I knew that I had to move around a lot. And for me, I kind of started questioning what I, what I was going to do. And um, I later moved to Vancouver and I kind of got into real estate because it's a family business there. I knew I could do it and I was having a hard time getting a job in something else. So I got into real estate there. I joined a team um, who, you know, someone who mentored me and really showed me the ropes. And then after selling real estate there for about three and a half years, I moved back to Arizona and just kind of said it's sink or swim and here I go. And and that's yeah. how it all happened. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And that was an interesting story, right? Beginning from not so serious college girl to being a serial entrepreneur, right? So yeah, yeah interesting. Very nice. So you lived in like Canada for like three and a half years, right? And as you mentioned in the beginning, did you? I lived in Canada actually for eight years. Eight years. So, and you worked yeah. in real estate for three and a half years. Yeah, three years oh. in Canada. Okay, yep. so considering those eight years in Canada, right? And then moving back to Arizona again. So Arizona is hot, Canada is cool, right? So how was the weather there? Tell us a bit about it. Just a few minutes. The weather was why I moved back, to be honest. <laughs> I lived in Vancouver and... When you know sunshine every day, it's yeah. very hard to live in a place that's gray every day. Yeah. So I, my poor husband had to hear me complain every single day about the weather. And finally, I'm like, let's just go. And so um, that's why we moved. The weather is, it, it's great if in the summertime, I'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good to go to Canada, but only in summer. And only in the summertime. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Caution, guys. <laughs> so tell us about your growth plan, Christina. What are you looking for this year? As you mentioned a bit about it earlier, right? Getting a full-time interior designer is one part of it. What are the other two parts? So my growth plan is really to, um, again, kind of reiterate to get my interior design business up and running, to get my store up and running. Eventually, I want to turn that to a more e-commerce focused business. So again, kind of have this well-oiled machine behind me. I really believe in, you know, finding my five streams of income. And so I'm really working to make sure that those are there. And not only are they there, but they're solid. They're not, you know, I'm not, I've heard entrepreneurs talk about making money off of social media or things like that. And, and that's not my strong suit. I, I am not on social media all the time. I'm not going to be an influencer. I'm, I, I'm more of a workhorse. So for me, it's, how am I going to do those? And what I know is real estate. So my growth plan is to really bump up my team to make them confident and efficient and um, capable. And whether that's on the real estate side or the design side, or even in the shop, um, I'm such a firm believer of, you know, the people around you are, are who really builds you up. So, you know, I'm, I'm the sum of everybody around me. So if they're not pulling their weight, then, you know, I'm not doing my job. So that's kind of all part of my growth plan for the next year. It's going to be a huge learning curve for me, which again, is something new because um, I've been really kind of sticking to my lane. Um, but I think it'll be great in terms of, you know, learning a new skill and hopefully having a new 
you know revenue as source yes yes i get it so creating those five sources of income is very important for each entrepreneur to become a full time investor and then you can just invest in stuff right uh, yeah. right now if you can tell us about your journalism career okay the question i i usually ask is going to be a bit different okay so considering your journalism career right and now speaking of social media right which you don't use heavily and then having an aspect of helping uh, children right helping youth uh, to understand financial freedom especially ladies right so considering mm-hmm. all that when you can speak one to many on social media right wouldn't you be using it heavily for promotion of your business considering the opportunities right right now uh like how do you use social media and again you mentioned that you want to do e-commerce business right so considering that you need to have a social media presence for that business right so how have you like what are your thoughts about that how do you look at on a larger scale this challenge so again that goes back to a learning curve for me that's something that is new to me um you got to keep in mind you know, social media came out my, I think, junior year of college and it was Facebook and mm-hmm. it was like such a new thing. I'm 37. Um, and so, you know, okay. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so it, it's really evolved. Um, and I get that. I mean, you know, in my office now they're teaching TikTok classes and reels and all these things and things I just, A, don't know and B, feel like, ugh, why? But I do understand that it's important. So um, my advice to younger people is definitely, I mean, you know that, you you understand it. And if you can get out there, I know it's more successful than paying for leads or, you know, doing uh, you know, lead capture online or all those things. I know that it works. For me, it's more of a time thing and a knowledge thing. I really just, it takes me 45 minutes to do one little post on, you know, some video. So I'm getting better. I'm trying to teach myself, um, but it's, it is important for business today. It really, really is. Um, and for the e-commerce, I think what's so great is now I can sell directly on Instagram. I can sell directly on Facebook. Right. And that's a whole new thing that for me is kind of great because I can create and sell in real time. Yeah. Um, and so I think if you if that's the business model that you're looking for, understand it and and use it to your advantage. Um, for me, because I'm, you know, a little behind the times, it's it's a learning curve for me. And I think it's great because. Yeah, I always say like ABL, always be learning. And so it's something new and, you know, it won't hinder my business. It'll only help me even if it's just a little bit. Yes. And so that's kind of, um, you know, how, I, how I'm how i looking at it. Yeah, so huge learning curve coming ahead, right? But always prepared for it. So yes. considering that, right, $10,000 extra on your budget, Christina. Okay, now uh, your, your store is up and running within two weeks. Right, you would be there. Uh, your real estate team. How many members do you have in your team? I have um, three others, so four of us total. Okay, four of you total, right? And then other business, right? Which is interior, interior designing and flipping. So all this business, ten thousand dollars. Where would you want to invest it, and what would be the risk? A property. I would not invest into my business. Um, okay. I personally believe that investing in real estate not only is great for my business, but it's great for my 
success yeah, yeah, yeah. myself. Yeah. Um, there are so many ways to get into investing creatively. There are um, online platforms where you can invest a small portion and they'll, you know, put it in as a crowdfunding. Um, you can partner up with family members, with friends, you can do um, so many different creative ways. Um, so for me, I'm always looking to take cash that I have and put that into property. And then I'm trying to take my cash out of that as soon as I buy the property. So I have this kind of rotating cycle. I work every single day and I work for money. Um, there's there's no other reason people go to work. I mean, it's a necessity, right? And so for me, the quicker I get to my end goal, then I've made it. Yes. And so I'm constantly reinvesting. I can show up to work every day and make more money. Wow. I'm not going to get $10,000. If I get an extra $10,000, it's going into my investment. Yeah, passive income it is. Yes. And uh, considering that $10,000, you cannot buy a property. So would you be like getting an equity with with someone or how do you, how do you tie that up? Let's not make it 10,000. Uh, let's make it 100,000. Okay. You have sure. 100,000. What do you do with that? How do you invest it? Because in 100,000, it is again difficult to buy a good home where you can find renters. Right. So how do you invest that? Yeah. So I think that's a misconception. There's plenty of good homes that are $100,000 here in the United States. And, um, you know, I think being open to not necessarily investing in your market and to understanding that there's good realtors in every single state. So if you get a good realtor who understands the market and what your return on investment is going to be mm -hmm. and, you know, how much it's going to cost to annually run this property, I mean, that's what realtors are for, right? Like that's why we're hiring them is to have that that information. Um, so I think that you get a great agent on your side. You look at markets, um, you call, you know, 20 different realtors in 20 different places. Say, hey, I want to rent a place um, out long-term. I have $100,000. What can you do? And I think you'd be surprised on, on how far that'll take you. If you don't want to go outside your market and like where I live, Arizona, $100,000, Right now, I couldn't really buy anything too fancy or, or you know, too high of a, okay. of a return on investment. If you buy something for $10,000 in Arizona at this point, right, how much rent you would be making out of it? So it depends. It all depends. Um, I, you know, I know in my market here, $100,000 would be a very significant, if not 50% down payment on a great mm -hmm. investment property here. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, like I have investments that make um, $700 a month. Mm -hmm. And I have investments that make $3,200 a month. Uh, so it just depends. Um, and you know, here you could put a hundred thousand dollars down and buy close to four or five, six units. Um, there's not many places that you get to do that. And so I think, again, it just really goes back to the type of investment, um, what you're looking to do. And then having someone who's an expert who really knows their market to represent you and help you make those choices. So it is easy, it is easy for people in Tuscan to Tuscan or Tucson. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so it is easy for people in Tucson to take a decision because Christina's spot is always there for them. And uh, Christina now tell us about your favorite quotation. What is your favorite quotation? My favorite quotation is be the change you wish to see in the world. It's a Gandhi quote. Um, and I live by it a hundred percent. I, um, it sounds silly, but I, I do like these little things and people always say like, Oh, you're never going to make a difference. And I'm like, 
but you don't know. And so I truly believe that just you do what you feel is in your heart and what's right. And people will always notice. So that is 100%. My favorite quote is be the change you wish to see in the world. Be the change you wish to see in the world. And uh, now if you were to write a book about the ups and the downs, right? Learnings and uh, the hardships, what would be the name of the book that you're writing this year? So it's, I thought about this one and I was, I don't really have a great name, but I, I feel like it would be something along the lines of, you know, the girl who thought she could and did <laughs> like something along that, you know, I mean, my life wasn't, um, super easy growing up. It wasn't the hardest. And, um, you know, I'm not the most successful person in the world either, but I've, I've just always gone after things. And I think when you aren't afraid to fail and you believe in yourself wholeheartedly, um, I do a lot of work on manifestation. I, um, you know, do a lot of meditation. I, I think about my goals consciously and, you know, I just did a team exercise with, with my team and I tell them the same thing. I'm like, write your goals out. Like you can do this. I promise you it is so, it's so much more nice. capable than you think. And so I just have always had, you know, that mentality and I just, um, yeah. So the girl who thought she could and did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very nice. And by Christina Scott, of course. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> So, Christina, tell us about your Instagram handle. Tell us about your Facebook. Tell us about the ways to reach out to you. Sure. So, um, my personal handle is Christina the Realtor, and it's with a K, K R I S T I N A, the Realtor. And um, that's my Instagram. And then I have Settled Nomads Interiors as well. So, um, those are both on Facebook and on Instagram. And I would love for you guys to follow me and kind of see the progress because it's going to be fun to watch. I think it's going to be interesting. Yes, totally, Christina. Thank you so much again for being on the show. It was an honor to host you today. Thank you. I really, really appreciate it. And hopefully I can touch someone's life. Totally, totally you will. With that said, that was today's episode of the Sparkling Entrepreneur Show. I am your host, Kiran Agrar, signing off. You guys have a wonderful day. Bye, guys. <laughs>